Hello and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you are tuning in, and hope that you would be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. The presence of the Lord today. Wow, I greet you in the matchless name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be unto you and from our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. It is a wonderful honor to be before you today. Uh, if you, for those who do not know, I'm the teaching pastor here, Vernon Hill Senior, and uh, they go, they call me uh, OG for Oga. <laughs> it is my distinct pleasure and honor to serve. Under my son, actually, Pastor Brandon. And, and so uh, shout out to Pastor Brandon, him and Lady O, and to our wonderful two-month-old grandson, BJ. Absolutely excited about him and, and all that he is and becoming. Uh, it, it makes me uh, feel good on the inside. To be a granddad. Wow. Shout out to them. To Pastor Dom, our executive pastor. To you, sir. Thank you. Elder Brittany, Elder Boomy, and to Vernon, and to all of the staff here at TCF. Those who are here, those who are not here, who might be looking on online. God bless you today. Uh, to all of you who are in the house, we thank you for being here today. God bless you. Raleigh, good to see you. Hey, Raleigh, good to see you. And so uh, we thank God for all those who are online. And, and so I, I see a couple people online. I see um, Mother Grace is out there online. God bless you. Naisha is on there. I see Phoenix, she's online. And Mama Ruth is online. God bless all of you who are online. And I know some of my family members probably out there, they probably just not talking in the chat right now so god bless you can't forget my lovely wife god bless her thank god for her i'm not going to be long today if you would go with me to hebrews hebrews chapter 10 hebrews chapter 10 uh what an awesome series uh our executive pastor dom did uh kicked off on last uh well it started last month and kind of carried over yeah carried over him and uh, Pastor Brandon did a wonderful job. Yeah. I have questions. Yeah. Yeah. I have some questions. And if, we, if we're all honest, all of us have questions all the time, actually. <laughs> we have questions all the time. We, 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 we continually uh, wonder sometimes what is going on, how are things going. Um, there were so many things sparked in that 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 series, along with uh, rooted the rooted series just prior to. Uh, I have questions, and um, um, elder uh, our elder um, um, Levon, Pastor Levon, Pastor G, whatever, what <laughs> he did a great job last week on reimagine. Wow! And so this week, I don't know, I. I've been looking, I've been hearing stuff from the Lord, and I've been kind of trying to make some things, uh, bring it all together with what the Lord is trying to say to me, uh, trying to bring it all together, trying to make it work 
in my mind so I can articulate it to you uh, in, in reference to what the Lord is trying to say at the moment through me. Uh, so I'm in Hebrews chapter 10. Uh, I'm going to be reading from the, the Passion Translation. Uh, it's more of a modern type of uh, translation. And um, I, I'm going to be talking, uh, I, I'm going to be talking uh, uh, from a subject, hang in there. Yeah. I, I'm just, you know, we're, we're at the end of the year. We're at the end of the year. We're about to go into a new year. Uh, many of us has gone through a lot of different things. We've had a lot of different challenges, some up, some down, some good, some bad. We've been through some things this year. And um, they're moving into the new year. Um, there, there, there's a lot of things still in store for us ahead. And so uh, I want to encourage you because there's a lot of things that are happening uh, in uh, and, and that the enemy, that 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 the prince of this world is 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 trying to to get. I, I just sense uh, folk turned around from the things that they have come to believe and understand. And so I want to just encourage you. I want to encourage myself. I want to encourage us today to hang in here. Now I'm gonna talk a little bit. I'm not just talking about hanging with uh, transformation TCF. I'm not just talking, but yeah, that's a sidebar. Hang in with us. <laughs> hang in with us. All right. Hang in. Hang in with us. I'm going. Let me read this, and I'm going to get into the word. What's up, everyone? This is Pastor Don from Transformation Christian Fellowship, and I want to invite you to start off the new year with us for Vision Month. Vision Month is a time where we come together as a church to seek God for direction, for focus, and for vision as we move into and through a new year. So join us for the month of January, either in person or on YouTube, Sundays at 11 o'clock a.m. I believe that starting your year off in this direction will set you up for a successful and prosperous 2023. And remember, transformation starts here. Uh, I... I, I... I'm not going to say that. I told Vern I was, yeah, I am. I told Vern I'm going to do 30 minutes and we're going to be out. 30 minutes and we're going to be out. All right. Here we go. Uh, Hebrews 10, starting at verse 35. It says, so do not lose your bold, courageous faith for you are destined for a great reward. Verse 36, you need strength and endurance to reveal the poetry of God's will. And then you will receive the promise in full. Hang in there. Hang, hang in there. Now the now the writer the writer of uh, Hebrews is not really known. Some believe it was the Apostle Paul. Some people say no, it wasn't Paul. It was someone other writer. Um, it really doesn't fully matter. I tend to think it was Paul. I tend to think it was him. When I get to heaven, I'm gonna ask him. Ask, you got questions? I'm <laughs> we'll find that out. <laughs> gonna say yeah Vern it was me through the power of the Holy Spirit but anyhow that's that's neither here nor there that's just a personal question I can ask I'm gonna get there when I get there uh, so the writer of the Hebrews through Hebrews this is a wonderful book the the book of Hebrews the writer is talking about better things that, that's what he's talking about 
More specifically, he's talking that Jesus is better. More specifically, he's talking and, 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 and communicating better things, but most importantly, he's communicating that Jesus is the better thing. He's far more superior than all the things that were prior. He, he's, he's far more superior than the angels. That's what he start off with in chapter 1. He's far more superior than Moses. He's far more greater than, 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 than the, 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 the priest and the sacrificial uh, offerings and ceremonies that uh, Israel was uh, uh, commanded to perform through the law of Moses. He, he, he was trying to tell the Hebrews, the Jewish believers, that Jesus is the fulfillment of of all that was once uh, put in place, he was the fulfillment of that, and now he is far more better. You're, you're in a far better place now that Jesus has come, died, shared his blood, was buried, and now has ascended into heaven, and the release of the Holy Spirit has now happened in the life of those who embrace him. Jesus is better. He, he, he was trying to get this to them. He was trying to help them understand that Jesus is better. It's important for them to get this because it's important for it to understand the audience that he's writing to. The audience that he is writing to are Jewish believers who have been raised up trained in the traditions of Judaism. Their, their nationality and their culture was all a, a, a part of, was really one, was one. Their, their, their nationality, their culture is all one based on the laws and, and, and the regulations that was handed down from Moses to generation to generation. And in those laws and in those, uh, uh, those, those commandments, it was speaking to, it was looking forward to Jesus. All of the laws, all of Moses, all of the laws of Moses, all of the commandments, all of the things that were to come was speaking to Jesus. Even before the law of Moses, even when we go back into the garden, the father declared in the garden to Adam, to uh, Eve, and the serpent, Satan, that, that there is going to come a time that the seed of the woman is going to crush the head of the serpent. It speaks towards a time where Jesus is coming. He's, God calls out Abraham. He calls Abraham out of the region of, of the Mediterranean and, and, and he speaks to Abraham and he tells Abraham, Abraham, Abram at the time his name was, Abram at that time, he says, look, I want you to leave your family, to leave your home and to go to a place where I will show you. What he was doing was calling out Abram 
and he was going to make him a great nation. That was the promise that he made towards Ab to Abram. He says, I'm going to make you a great nation, and in all of the nations of the earth shall be blessed by your seed. It's speaking towards Jesus. He's speaking towards Jesus. So all along, all along, the, the nation of Israel was looking for a Messiah. They were looking for him. And it was important, and what the Hebrew writer is trying to do here, he's trying to get the people to understand that the, the fulfillment of the promise of the Father has now been fully accomplished in Jesus. And Jesus is better. Jesus is better. He's supreme. He's supreme. When we were talking about uh, in the Rooted series, we, we learned that in, in Colossians, we learned that Jesus is over all principalities and powers and all things are sustained by him. He is the first and the foremost. That's who Jesus is. That's, that's who he is. And the writer of Hebrews is trying to get the people to understand that it, we, what, what, what you have, what you have embraced, who you have embraced, is the right one, it's the right thing, and it's far better than anything that you had ever done before. All the other stuff was just a shadow and a type for the thing that has now come. It, 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 it's like, it's like Coca-Cola. It's the real thing. <laughs> All of those other colas, you know, that, you know, it, 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 and, and, and so what, 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 what we have to understand is this is, this is, this is, this is what he's trying to tell the people and what the people and why he's trying to tell them these things is because they're in a culture, and they're living counter to the culture because the way of the Lord and the way of, uh, 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 of, of, of God and what God really desired for his people to do caused them to live counter to the culture. Here now... These Jewish believers who had been raised up in a sacrificial system where they were slaying animals for, uh, uh, for their sins. And once a year, they would have to uh, have the Day of Atonement. They, they, were, they, would, they would gather in, at the temple and they would worship. And there were certain sacrificial systems and uh, ordinances that they had to follow. And what he was trying to get them to know is that that's, that's been done away with now. That's been done away with through the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And so now it's, 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 it's counterculture because now these Jewish believers are coming under fire for their faith. They're coming under fire for their faith. They're, 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 the Jewish people, council culture hasn't just started now. There's been a council, a council culture. It was long before this council. This, this council culture that we're living in today. 
where you have to be politically correct and you have to say the right things and you have to do the right things and you have to be the right way and you have to side with those who may not side in your way but you can they can say what they want to say but you can't say what you want to say because if I say something against what they're saying I'm going to counsel you because you are bigot, you are a phobic, and you are you are this and you are that. But I can say about you what I think, but I can't offer up my opinions. So you're counseled. Hey, counsel, counsel was much was in Jesus' day. Yeah, it did nothing new under the sun. Yeah, counsel, counsel been out there. Jesus told his disciples, says, look. That in the last, they're gonna persecute you. They're gonna throw you out the synagogues. They, they're gonna take your stuff. They're gonna beat you. They're gonna even kill you. They're gonna do some things to you. That's council culture. When you side, when you when you become, when you when you embrace Jesus, and you're baptized in His name. And you start walking according to the words and the ways of the Lord, you're walking in a different type of way. You're thinking a different type of way. Just to go back and, and you're, you're now, your mind is now starting to be transformed. You're now starting to reimagine certain things that you used to think. That you're finding out our way of thinking wasn't the right way. Our way of thinking goes against what God really wants for me. The way that people want me to act and the way that I people that the way that, that, that folks saying that is all right because we are new. We are independent. It works different now. If I tell you my body count, it shouldn't matter to you because that's we're free now. Body counts ain't new. Y'all know the story of the woman at the well when Jesus go to Samaria. Go, when he goes to Samaria and he meets the woman at the, at, at the Samarian lady at the well. And he tells her, you know, she, he, he, said, he, he, he tells her, she, 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 he says, uh, 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 your husband. She said, uh, she said I, I'm the husband. And he said, you know, the husband, that, you know, the one that you with now who's not your husband. And, and the other, you know, he, he's just one of five, you know. And so, you know, Jesus just gave that. It ain't nothing really sophisticated about it. Jesus gave that lady her body count. And she said, oh, I perceive that you are a prophet. <laughs> and this is what she does. She runs into town and says, come see a man who told me everything about myself. Evidently, he hit the right number. <laughs> now, I ain't getting on nobody about their body counts. Y'all be, it's all under the blood. <laughs> it's all under the blood. I ain't after nobody. It's under the blood. It's forgiven. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. <laughs> I say this a lot of times just to let people know that I ain't signing up here being self-righteous. My son is, of, is, is, is older. He's, I'm not going to say how old he is, but he's older than I've been married. Well, Yeah. 
you figure that out, right? <laughs> I'm just telling you like it is. Amen. You can do with it what you want to do with it, but Jesus has covered it under the blood. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank God for forgiveness of sin. That's it. That's it. He's the he's better. He's better. See, if, if, if that would have happened back in the old day, if that would have happened back in the day of this time, you know, my wife, she would have been outcast, you know, and then I would have actually had to go get a lamb and slay the lamb. And, and put it in, and, you know, and, well, I couldn't slay it. I actually would have to go take it to a priest and slay the lamb. And he would have had to offer up an a atonement offering for me for my sin. That's what I would have had to do back in that time. But because Jesus is better and because Jesus, the scripture says he went in and offered himself up one time. And now he's sitting down at the right hand of the father. He, he don't, he don't, he don't, uh, it, we don't have to go back constantly making offerings year after year after year, reminding us of our sin. Jesus took care of it for once and for all. And so now I have the privilege to be able to go boldly up to the throne of grace. And I don't have to go to a priest. I can just cry out for myself, Father, forgive me. And know that the word of the Lord says that if I confess my sins, God is faithful and just to forgive me of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Let me get back here to the text. Amen. Amen. Hang in here. Hang, hang in here. Hang in here. Where is here? You know, there's an old phrase, old cliche that says hang in there. And that was really, I was thinking I was going to use that as the subject. Hang in there. But the, I got this in my, something rose up in my spirit. It says, hang in here. Hang in here. What does that? And I was like, hang in here. Why? How does that work? How, hang in here. What does that mean? And so Vernon asked me, he said, Dad, what's your subject on tomorrow? I said, hang in here. He's like, what? He said, we was having some communication problems. He said, so hang in here. I said, hang in here. Hang in here. What, 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 what is that really saying? What is that saying? Because in our text, um, Paul, uh, I'm sorry, Paul, the writer of Hebrews is not Paul. I can't say Paul. I can't be dogmatic and say Paul. All right. But, but the writer of Hebrews, uh, what he does is he goes into, um, he begins this argument. He begins to lay out some things to the the Jewish believers, and he be tell and he tells them that 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 we can be confident before God, that we can be confident before God because Jesus is better, because what Jesus has done. So in the beginning of chapter ten, he begins to talk about the old system of, of the law. And how they was just a shadow, a type of things to come. All right? And because of the sacrificial system, um, they, they had to go in every year and continuously, like I already said, do it over and over and over again. They always had to go in and, and slay a, uh, once a year the high priest. Only the high priest could go into the tabernacle and offer up an offering for himself and for the nation. They did it year after year. And so what the writer is saying, we don't, you don't have to do that anymore. 
Because Jesus has taken care of that for us. One time, it's done. We don't have to do that. So don't go back. And so this is what he, he's telling them. Don't go back. Don't get lured back into those old way of living. Because Jesus, with what he has done, has now established a new, listen, a new and living way. A new and living way. And the idea uh, in the Greek has it means to be fresh. Jesus has a fresh way for us now to live. He has a new way for us to live, meaning that we don't have to utilize those old things any longer. Don't go back to that because there's no power in that. That, 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 that was good for then. That was just teaching us. That was a, a tutor. It, it was training us for what was to come. Don't go back. To that old stuff that's an old way of living that now we have a fresh and new living way the living way is Jesus himself because he now lives for us he now lives ever to make intercession for us he is now his blood has now given us access to the father his blood, his work has now done for us what we couldn't do for ourselves. It's done for us what a sheep, a lamb, a goat, a pigeon, a heifer, whatever you, whatever the, the sacrifice was, whatever it was that they were sacrificing, it could not do for us what Jesus did. So don't go back to that old way of living. That's what he was trying to encourage the people. To he was like, don't go back to that. Don't, I, I understand that the, the pressure is on. There's a lot of pressure on you to go back or to mix. Yeah, you, you know, some people, some, what, what, what a lot of times is, what a lot of times is, it was okay for you. It's all right, all right, we're going to let you do the Jesus thing, but, but you need to still follow the customs. Mix, mix it. You know, go, you know, do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And, you know, that sounds like us today. You know, uh, Sunday, I'm, I'm, I'm all about Jesus. I'm all about Jesus on Sunday. Half the day on Monday. <laughs> Tuesday and Wednesday. I, I don't know. <laughs> Thursday, Friday. You know, especially Friday, you know. I heard a verse at church. After I do this Friday thing. Preacher said, John, 1 John, 1 John, 1, it's something like, if you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive you, cleanse you from all over. I'm going to utilize that <laughs> after this Friday. <laughs> I'll utilize that after this Friday. Hey, but, 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 but I don't have to worry about killing a goat. Or a lamb. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Listen, listen to this. Listen to this. Listen to this. Let me go back here. So, so he gives us this understanding. He gives us this understanding. You don't have to go back to these old systems. Don't go back into these old systems. He says this in verse uh, 19. I don't think I put it up. Yes, I did. Yeah, it's there. It says, now we, now 
Now we are brothers and sisters in God's family because of Jesus, because of the blood of Jesus. And he welcomes us to come into the most holy sanctuary in the heavenly realm. Boldly and without hesitation. Verse 20. He says, for he has uh, dedicated new life-giving let me say that again. For he has dedicated a new life-giving way for us to approach God. For just as the veil was torn in two, Jesus' body was torn open to give us a free and fresh access to him. Verse 21, it says, And since we now have a magnificent high priest to welcome us into God's house, we can... We come closer to God and approach him with an open heart, fully convinced that nothing will keep us from a dis from a nothing can keep us at a distance from him, for our hearts have been sprinkled with blood to remove impurity, and we have and we have been freed from accusing of an accusing conscience, now we are clean, unstained, and presentable to God inside and out. I'll stop right there. So that's what he was encouraging them to be bold. This is, this is here. This is here. This is, this is the here that he's trying to get to them, to, to try to get them to understand. Here is this boldness, this, 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 this confidence, this assurance, this, this uh, 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 certainty, this, this persuasion. Here, here is this, this place, this, your position, this is our position, that we understand, that we know that we are seated with God in the heavenly places. That's what Ephesians tells us. This is here. This is here. This is here. What, what he's trying to help them to understand, he, he says that through the blood of Jesus Christ, now, now, now we can come into the most holy sanctuary in the heavenly realm. What, what he's saying is what, what here now we have access to the most holy sanctuary. And he wants them to understand to hang on here. Hang, hang, hang in here. See, because what happens is if you go back, you forfeit your position. You go back to things that look religious but have no power. You go back to things that has a form of religion, but there's no power in it. You can't live in that. You're living in something old. You're living in something. Uh, you're living in stale bread. It's stale. It's molded. It should be thrown out. Can't eat that. You can't live on that. Hang in here. Hang, hang in here. That's what he was saying. I got to move. I, I got to move. Look, listen, this is, this is what he's saying. Hang in here. This is here. This is here. What is here? Your boldness. Your confidence. Your assurance. Don't, don't go back. Don't leave that. Hold on to it. 
You, you, here is you're in the very holy place of God. Don't, this is what God has done for us through Jesus Christ. He has given us access. And don't go back to the things of old. Here, that's what here is. That's, that's where here, that's where we are. That's where we are. And he's trying to encourage them. And he keeps on, he moves on a little further. He talks about how Jesus, he, he, he gives us all of the wonderful things that Jesus has done for us. He tells us what he did. He tells us how our conscience are clean. It tells us how we can live before God with a pure conscience. He tells us all of that. And then not only on top of that, he reminds them of what they suffered when they first come to faith. He, when, when, they, when he tells them, he says, look, he said, when y'all first came to faith, when the light of God shined in your heart and you embraced Jesus Christ and you, for the first time in your life, understood that, that, that Jesus is Lord, that he is God, that the Father sent him to give me a, a salvation, to save me, to give me a relationship, to give me access. When we came to that understanding, when we understood that, when we understood that and we started walking in the way, they, he was telling those believers there in Hebrews, he was saying, you guys, you guys suffered, but you did it joyfully. You, you did it joyfully. Remember when you when folk was taking your stuff, they cast them out. They took their stuff. They, they, they were getting, they were, for the cause of Christ, folk, folk was getting beat down. They were getting hands laid on them. Because they was walking contrary to the culture. And, and the writer of Hebrews is saying, remember all of that? Remember what you went through? Remember what you've been through? And so we get to verse 35, and I'm just about, I'm going to wrap this thing up. I really am. He gets to this 35, and he says, so don't cast away that boldness that you had. That boldness that you had to stand for Jesus no matter what the cost. The boldness that you had, that even when your family members was, was denying you, had gave up on you, when folk were beating you, taking your stuff, remember that. Remember when what you went through. Don't give up on that. Maintain that boldness. No matter what the culture is saying. Even if they're going to counsel you, remain bold. This is where we need to hang in. Here, this is the place, this is here. Here is when nobody is with you. You stand on what God has said, even when nobody's saying the same thing that you're saying. Even when it comes a time when people are looking at your side eye and the closest friends, your closest family members, your best friends is asking you, why are you following such a thing? Why are you believing such a thing? You boldly proclaim that you are for God I live and for God I die. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded that that's where I, I am. I'm, I'm persuaded. I'm persuaded because you can't tell me what I know to be true. Because I met Jesus and he done something in my life to turn my whole situation around. 
you can't tell me what I know. And so I'll suffer for him. Paul, Paul's saying, don't lose that boldness. That, that's your, that's your, that's, that's your, that, that's your, that, that's, 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 that's your, that's your currency. What, what is this boldness? I got to hit this real quick. Oh my goodness. Good to see you, Quinn. I, I got to hit this. I got to run. I got to run. I got to run. I'm going to run to um, um, Hebrews 11. One. Hebrews 11. One. Hebrews 11. One says, uh, I'm saying this in the, in the Passion Translation. It says, now faith brings our hope into reality becomes the foundation needed to acquire the things we long for. It is all the evidence required to prove what is still unseen. Listen, listen to what it says. It says faith brings our hope into reality. This, this confidence, this boldness, this assurance, this persuasion is our faith. What the writer is saying, hold on to your faith. It's your currency. It's your treasure. Don't, don't let nobody let you forfeit your treasure. Because in that, there is a great reward. It, your treasure, your faith is going to pay dividends. It's not only going to pay dividends in eternity, but it's going to pay dividends now. Not only in eternity, but it's going to pay dividends right now. And you can't forfeit. Please, 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 madam, please, sir. Don't, don't, don't be, don't, don't be. We, we, there's so many who have just given their, their, their authority, their position, they're here over to the enemy. They just gave it up. You, you know, you know, uh, uh, Jacob and, 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 and Esau, remember them? J J Esau gave over his authority, his birthright for some soup. For some soup, he just gave it over. Adam gave over his authority. For a piece of fruit. Come on, come on, come on. He, he, they, folk didn't just give it up, just gave over stuff. We, we gave up for little or nothing. Not understanding the value and the treasure that they were holding on to. It, it, come, come, listen, listen, listen. You, you have a treasure. We have a treasure. Corinthians tells us there is a treasure in these earthen vessels, these clay pots, these clay pots that we live in. There's a treasure in here. There, there's a treasure inside of us. And the enemy desires, he can't do anything about the treasure. But if we just step back away from the promise, the treasure doesn't work for us. It's like we bury the treasure. What, 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 we can do, what, what, what we can do is while we, the enemy can't take out treasure, but if we just bury it, if we allow it just to be dormant, it doesn't work for us. If we go back to the, 
to 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 the elementary. It's almost like when 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 Paul tells tell, tells the uh, the Galatians church, who bewitched you? Who who who, who told you wrong? Who who just told who who tricked you? Who tricked? Why are you now that you have tasted the the goodness of God? Why are you going back to the, the those petty things? Why you're like a you're you're, you're like a, a, a animal going back and licking up his vomit. Remember, remember this? I, okay. Remember, look. Remember when Israel came out of Egypt. Remember when Egypt came, they came out of Egypt. They came out of Egypt. They fought, they prayed to get out of Egypt. God, please deliver us. God, please deliver us. Father, please deliver us. They go out of Egypt, and so God delivers them. Finally, delivers them. And then once they get out there, they like, oh God, why do you bring us out here? You bring us out here to die. You, you, we would have did better. We would have stayed back in Egypt. Remember the lots and the, and the, and the things that we had to eat there. And we don't have nothing to eat out here, God. Why? Why don't? Why did we just stay in Egypt? But you were praying, and you were on your way somewhere. You you were in the process of moving, and for God to open up a new door, a new opportunity, you prayed for it. You waited for it. You were in the process of it. But in the process of moving from where you were to where God had you to go, you were complaining, asking questions, all the wrong questions, weren't patient, and then allowed yourself to be tricked and desired to go back to the thing you wanted to get out of instead of pressing ahead. Ain't it funny how the enemy can just trick us? Ain't it funny how all the stuff that we didn't want to do no more after we get away from it and we find sometimes there's some challenges to our faith? See, our faith is really not our faith until it's in conflict. Your faith got to be in conflict to really know if you're really in the faith. You got to have some challenges. You got to have something that's coming against you. You got to have some tension. You got to have some people who ain't always standing with you, who ain't always thinking like you think, who's opposing you to really find out if you're in the faith. Your faith ain't your faith until it's in. You don't know it until you know it. You don't know it until it happens. You don't know it until you're in a rock between a rock and a hard place. And you look all around and you see things ain't going your way. And it don't look like what God has said. But you say to yourself, I'm going to hang in here. Yeah. Hallelujah. I, I got so much more I could say. But, but that's the, it says faith. It's the thing. What are you hoping for? Hello, everyone. My name is Vernon Hill, Executive Director here at Transformation Christian Fellowship. What better way to grow in your Christian faith than in community with other believers? We invite you to be a part of Transform Life, our life groups here at TCF. Connect with any of our life groups for encouragement and support as you grow in your Christian faith. We're so excited to be able to walk this journey with you. Here's the question. What are you hoping for? What, what is it that you are hoping for? Ask yourself that question. Think about it.
You don't may, may not have the answer right now, but think about it later on. What am I hoping for? What am I hoping for? And what I'm hoping for is what I'm hoping for. What, what, if it's, if it's, if it's, if, do, do, do I have a word? Do I have some support? See, because that's what, that's what, that's what, that's what faith is. See, see, the, uh, prayer is the, I'm sorry, faith is, is, is the support. Faith, faith is, is what I, I believe is, it, it's, it's the, it's the foundation of, of, of what I believe that, that for, for what I'm hoping for. I, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I got some hopes. I got some hopes. I got some plans. But my hopes and my plans, it has to be founded upon my faith. It's my foundation. I want to mess with you. I, I, I heard something in what you said about a sound. I heard something. I'll tell you later. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm hearing. I'm hearing. I, listen, I'm hoping for something. I'm hoping for something. What I'm hoping for, what's going to get it for me, what's going to make it real, what's going to manifest it, is not this manifestation if I just keep on saying it based on no founding principle in Scripture. I just can't manifest something. I got to stand on a word. I got to stand on a Scripture to see the reality of what I'm hoping for. That's my backup. My backup is what, what I'm hoping for is my faith. I got a word that I'm standing on. I'm going to keep hoping in it until I see the reality of it. I'm going to keep hoping in it. I'm going to keep hoping in it. Uh, David, David said it. David said, he says, I would have gave up. I would have fainted. Lest I believed I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, he says. Uh, come on. Wait, wait, wait. Listen, listen. That, that's, where, that's where my faith. See, he says you can't. That, that's my here. That's my here. That's, it says hang in here. Hang in on that word that you had from the Lord. That, that, listen, my, 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 I have to give this credit to my bishop. My bishop says this. He says, whatever God said, whatever he said way back when, he is still saying now. What, whatever he said, he's still saying. And, 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 and Hebrews 1 uh, substantiate that because God is speaking through Jesus. His son, right? That's what Hebrews 1 says. And, and so whatever God said, he is still saying. God's word stands from generation to generation to generation. Amen? And so what I'm telling you is whatever he said, he's still saying it. And if we stand on it, it will come to reality. It says faith is the hope. It's, it's the hope. It's hope. It's our hope. It's our hope. We hope. We hope. That's what... I can't hope. I, I hear the Lord he's talking to me, man. Abraham, he was talking. I hear Abraham, Abraham, Abraham in Romans and around chapter four. It, it says that Abraham hoped against hope. Yeah. 
He, he hoped against hope. He, he hoped. How did he hope against hope? That don't even sound right. Uh, uh, the, he hoped against hope because the, 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 how he hoped against it because his situation looked hopeless. He was an old guy. He was past, you know, the baby stuff. By the time that he, you know, Jesus came along, the Lord came along and told him he was going to have a child. He said, you're going to have a child. He's like, oh, really? And he told his wife, she's going to have a child. And she laughed. Oh, really? Now, you got these two old people. God told them that they're going to conceive a child in their old age. They, they, that, you know, that's a lot of, that, you know, that you hoping. That's a whole lot of hoping. And they ain't have Viagra back then. They ain't have all of the moderate stuff that we had right now. They might have had some vines and some herbs that we don't know nothing about. But anyhow, that's another story. Listen, that's, that's, that looks pretty hopeless, right? Your wife is old, you is old. She's past the menstrual cycling and all of that type of stuff. How is this going to happen? But even how, as, as hopeless as it looked, because God said it, because God promised it, Abram said, okay, I believe you're going to perform it. So he hoped against hope. And because he hoped against hope and believed and trusted God, the word said it was counted unto him for righteousness. And the hope that he had came to fruition in Isaac. That, that's what that's what that's what that's what that's what the writer continues to go on as he picks this up in, in chapter 11. He picks it up in chapter 11. He talks about all of these heroes of, of the Old Testament. He talks about all the heroes of the Old Testament. He talks about Noah hoping the same thing. He ain't never seen no rain. Who's seen rain before back then? They ain't never seen no rain. He going to build a boat. And then on top of that, he's going to get a bunch of animals in the boat. Because God's going to flood. What kind of foolishness does that sound? But because God said it. I'm going to go get my toolbox. I'm going to start sewing down some trees. And I'm going to just start working on this ark. Now that ark took about 100 years to build. Now imagine getting up every day. You ain't seen rain, you ain't heard rain. And you got years in. And you only halfway through the ark. <laughs> you know, usually when you get about halfway there, that's when stuff starts telling you, why am I doing this? Why, why, why am I doing this? Am I and you did not only that, you got, you got this big ark, and then you know you got neighbors, so you know you got your naysayers, right? And your naysayers are telling you, why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, but it, man, like, why are you doing this? And you keep hearing, why are you doing it? And you start questioning yourself because that's what the enemy wants you to do. He starts Then you start wondering to yourself, why am I doing this? Well, I did think I heard from the Lord. I thought the Lord did say something. I thought that's what he said. And I, I don't know. What, you know. And, but, but for some reason, there's something on the inside of you that just keeps working. Just keeps working. You, you just keep working. You hang in here. You, you hang in here. This, because there's a word from the Lord. Because there, there's a word from the Lord. I'm hanging in here. 
I'm going to be bold. I'm going to be confident. I'm going to be trusting. Why? Because the Lord said it. There's a promise attached to this. He, he goes through a litany of believers, the Old Testament saints. He uses the Old Testament saints just to encourage the Jewish believers because they all know about these, these people. They know about, they're not just stories. They pass down these people, uh, uh, these people, David and, 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 and Sam, uh, 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 Samson and, and all of those people and, 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 and Joseph and, and all of those people, they, they pass those down from generation to generation. They know it. They know they're not just stories. These are people who lives touch their lives, who their lives are linked to. Their heritage is linked to this. Let me, I got, he, and, and these people, listen to this. Listen to what it says. I'm going to read this scripture. I'm going to bring it in. I promise I'm really him. I, I can't help the Lord did what he did to me. He kept throwing stuff in on me. I was, I was typing over there earlier because I was like, oh man, I got, uh, listen, I got to stop. Listen, listen, listen. Okay, baby. I, it says, it says, now, now, it says in, in verse uh, 30, 39, it says, these were the true heroes commanded commended for their faith, yet they lived in hope without receiving the fulfill, the fullness of that uh, what was promised. So, so the old heroes didn't even receive the fulfillment of what was going to be promised to them. They didn't even get it. David, uh, 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 Daniel, the, the Hebrew boys, the, 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 uh, the, uh, uh, all of them, all of those heroes, they didn't receive it, but they kept in, they stayed in the faith, looking for the promise, looking to receive it, even though they suffered, even though they went through a lot, they didn't even receive the promise, but these people, he was encouraging them, he says, you got something better. These people was commended for their faith and didn't even receive what you have. They just looked for it. But they kept in it. They stayed in it. They stayed in it. How do we have these? These are just a couple points. I'm going to make these couple points, and I'm going to be done. I'm going to do these in a, in, a, in two minutes. I'm, I promise you. I'm, I'm telling my wife. I'm promising. All right. Listen. How do I hang in? First of all, how do I hang in? The first thing I have to do, I have to, I have to partner in a community of other believers. That's what I need to do. I need to partner, and, and, and up there in Hebrews, it tells us, you know, I'll, I'll read the King James. I say it in the King James I'm quicker that way because that's what I raised on. It tells us to forsake not the assembling of ourselves as some do. All right? Uh, it, it tells us, it, it, what all that means is get around a group of, but come to church. Go to church. Get up and bring yourself to church. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I mean. Because you need to be around like-minded people. Somebody's going to encourage you, not the naysayers. You can't hear all of that. Because if what you, who you hang around is who you really become. That's one. All right? Here's the next one. Here's the next one. How do I hang in? Uh, take encouragement from the testimonies of the old saints before us. There's some stuff that some of the old saints have gone through. Some of the old folks will tell you, look, I've been where you are. 
And I know that God came through for me. And he'll do the same thing for you. That's what some of the old folks used to say. They didn't have a scripture, but they had a testimony. They, they didn't know the, uh, they, they, they couldn't quote it verbatim out of the scripture. I can't give you verse and all of that type of stuff in chapter, but I know what God did for me. I know he fed my family when I didn't have no money. Let, let me, let me get out of here. Let me, let me gonna do the last one. And here's the last one. Stay focused on Jesus. I'm going to close my um, laptop on this one. That's the third one. How do you hang in? Stay focused on Jesus. Stay, Because that's what he tells them in chapter 12. He gets over to chapter 12. He says, look, now that you see that we have a great crowd of witnesses. The witnesses are all the ones who came before us. It's not that, they, that, it's not that they're looking over in heaven at us. He's talking about we got a great crowd of witnesses who testimony demonstrates a, 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 a confidence. They demonstrated that they was able to hang in here. They demonstrated that I'm not giving up hope no matter what it looks like. They demonstrated that, that, that it is good to put your trust in God. It, they demonstrated that if you hold on and hold out, you're going to receive the promise. They demonstrated that. So now that we have a great crowd of witnesses, it look, 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 it says, now hold in, hang in there. And keep looking at Jesus, who is the offer and the finisher of our faith. Ain't none of us gone through what he's gone through. Ain't none of us has paid the price that he had to pay. So stay focused on Jesus. I got to close. I've already I told you that a couple times. I'm done. Everybody stand on their feet. I got to close. Oh. oh, my goodness. Hang in here. I, 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 listen, there's a promise. There's a promise in, in, in chapter 13 in Hebrews. There's a promise in chapter 13 in Hebrews. And, and, he's, and, and, and in that last the portion of the verse that I'm trying to get at, it, it says, Jesus, Jesus says, listen, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That, that's a, Jesus says, look, if you look at it in the original language, Jesus is saying, I will never, ever, never, 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 ever, never, ever, never, never, never leave you. I'm always with you. And so because Jesus, because we have that promise of his presence, you, we, it says, we can, we can say with confidence. We can, it says, we can say this with confidence. Because the Lord is on our side. What can man do to me? <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Doesn't matter how many people are against you. But because he's with us. Man, I, I got this confidence. Hang in here. Stay here. Stay in this place of confidence. Stay in this place of assurance stay persuaded don't go back looking for stuff that don't do you no good it didn't do you good when you were in it why go back to it and if it was good while you were there it's done the season is over with that it's time to move to the next thing see the law was good 
It was good for that time. But now that Jesus has come, you, you don't go back. To, we, he, he's fulfilled everything in that. Our righteousness can't stand in us doing and performing the law. We have to trust Jesus. Hang in here. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, I ask right now that you would give your life to him. Develop a relationship with him. This is your moment. This is your time. This is your opportunity to give yourself to him if you've never done it before. And it's just as simple as saying a simple word by just saying, Lord, I, I come to you. I see that I need a savior. I understand that you died for me. I understand that you were buried for me. And I understand that you was risen for me. I understand that you even now live for me. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. Live with me forever. And if you said that for the first time in your life and really meant it, if you first said it and that was something that you meant and something that you embrace, I'm going to ask you to, if you're here in the building, you can certainly fill out one of the cards. If you, if you want to just make a, a public show, you can come here down front to the altar. If you're watching online, you can text that number and we'll give you some information and get in touch with you about your new relationship and your new life in Jesus Christ. It's your opportunity. Here's your opportunity. Here's your moment. God bless you. Pastor Dom is coming. I'm lifted up in this place for the word of God that came this morning. Father, we receive your word. If you're going to hang in there, come on, lift up a sound in this place. Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you would subscribe so you can continue to be empowered by the latest message. For more information about Transformation Christian Fellowship or Pastor Brandon Hill, visit our website, transformationchristianfellowship.org or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to the number 94000 or visit our website. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.